0: Are you going to tell us about Kevin's bag or not? I
1: don't know what to say about it. I didn't expect you to come round earlier in the week. So I'd actually kind of mentally imagined handing over the bag to you and being like, So Ting, this is your problem now. It really is my problem. But y- you have already taken it home. The £1,500 Christian Louboutin backpack in calf leather and like covered in metal studs. How many? There's like a hundred of these studs. I remember mostly that when I saw the bag for the first time, I was like, who buys a £1,500 backpack? And then, who buys a bag that looks like this? And then, who buys a £1,500 <laughs> backpack that looks like this? And then sends it halfway across the world. Oh dear, well I've just been like a terror. I've just been a mule. I've literally just been a mule. I've, I've just come back from England for work and i had the misfortune of telling people that i was going to england for work and thus all these people in hong kong going oh can you just pick this up for me from england or can you just buy this for me and claim the vat back for me from england and i was like oh yeah sure and buy the third or fourth one i was like i'm never telling on anyone i'm ever going to england again
0: i was one of those people <laughs>
1: i'm sorry so you have got a new toothbrush yep Someone else got a Dyson... Who buys a £300 hairdryer? Seriously. My friends, it turns out. Did you get a demonstration of this Dyson hairdryer? I did not get a demonstration of the hairdryer. The, the people in the shop were like, I assume it's not for you. Lol, lol, lol. And I was like, thanks a lot, shop staff really no they didn't really do that actually (laughs) actually i'll tell you you what did happen no i said that myself but you know what did happen actually because i was flying with work so it was business class and i was in the business class lounge and i was looking slightly confused and someone in the lounge came up to me and said oh i'm sorry sir this lounge is only for business class passengers and i was like i know i am one like oh i'm terribly sorry sir (laughs) i was dressed quite scruffily but you can't trust that these days you could be like a facebook millionaire or something and you had the same problem when you went in to buy the bag as well. I had the same problem. It's true. I was I was in Harrods and I walked in and they were like, can we help you, sir? I was like, yeah, I'd like to buy that bag. And they are like, oh, it's like, it's £1,500. I was like, yeah, I know. Here's my credit card. Can I just buy it now? And they were like, yes, sir. <laughs> and then immediately lots of fawning commenced. I don't know. Very strange. I don't usually go to these places or do these things. I live a strange, frugal, pseudo-student life. It's taking me a long time to internalise that I'm no longer living on a shoestring budget.
0: It's good to be frugal, I think so. The Oscars happened. Oh, the Oscars! The Oscars happened. Did you what? Did you see the the f up? No, I did not. Still,
1: still, I, t- I still didn't watch it. Sorry, but it was
0: good. I, I think I, I want to watch it with you because uh, you'll have some overblown reaction. Hopefully, okay. Let's let's watch it. Okay, and the Academy Award. For best picture. <laughs> You're impossible. <awesome. laughs> Come on. La La Land. Yeah! So they go up to Clayton. Awkward.
1: Awkward. This is
0: not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight is one best picture. Moonlight, Best Picture.
1: How do you feel? Oh, it's just so cringy. It's so terrible because they obviously thought they won and they're giving all these heartfelt speeches. And they're like, yes, we won Best Picture. It's like the pinnacle of your film career. And then it turns out they didn't. Yeah, that must suck. That's the sort of thing that you'd have nightmares about imagine it's like the sort of thing you think of, oh imagine if we won best picture but imagine if we win best picture and then it's all a mistake and they take it away from us and then
0: that actually happened actually that that'll be worse it's not like i won it but i'm wearing no clothes but the underdog one but the underdog one yeah so that's good yes that's good i haven't watched moonlight actually i haven't watched la,
1: la land either i haven't watched either of them so have you seen the trailer for moonlight no but i think it's going to be difficult and painful and dramatic yeah i think it's going to be rough yeah, I think I actually probably do want to watch it, but I'm just not sure I can handle it until I'm in a more, like, upbeat state of mind. I don't know. Have you Maybe heard? you should watch La La Land first and then watch Moonlight to bring you back down to Earth. Just like in the presentation where you can present it to La La Land first for a feel-good factor and present it to Moonlight for, like, the bittersweet and, like, real
0: gritty drama. That's the tough man's approach, you see, because the weak man would go, Moonlight, then La La Land. Oh, I'm going to finish with Utopia again, so it'll be <laughs> fine. Welcome to Lost Levels Club.
1: Welcome to Lost Levels Club.
0: We're a book club for games.
1: But not today.
0: <laughs> we really are part-time. I have here with me today, Sir Michael. Hello. And myself, Tingathi. So shall we start with the book club game? The new book club game? Yeah. So we've finished Earthbound over a period of four podcasts. I think that's
1: an acceptable period to finish it over.
0: I think so. It's satisfying.
1: And so now we're going to play your choice, drumroll.
0: Red Dead Redemption.
1: Over a period of four podcasts?
0: Or five. Or five, That's what okay. I suggested.
1: Fine, fine. So, why Red Dead Redemption?
0: This has been on my backlog for, I think it's been six years. Has it been 20, is it 2010?
1: Don't know, sounds plausible.
0: For a few years now. And because there was a hope that they do a HD remaster, but now they've announced Red Dead 2, seems like the perfect time to pick it up. So I've it on PS3. You've found it at the flea market.
1: For £2 on Xbox 360.
0: Because there just wasn't a PS3 one. Yeah, well, there was a box for the PS3 version,
1: but the box was no good to me without the disc, so... And I I checked it out, and my Xbox 360 still works, and the game disc also works, so we're all good to
0: go. But it now sounds like a uh, Hoover, or it, it always sounds like a Hoover?
1: I don't know, I might have just forgotten quite how loud an Xbox 360 is. Yeah, I have an original, it was not launch day, but it's, it's like from the Gen 1 first design iteration of Xbox 360s. It's already died once with a red ring of death, and had to be repaired. So, let's hope it makes it through Red Dead.
0: So they really repair it. They don't just give you a new one. I think they really repaired it and didn't give me a new one, yeah. And as with Earthbound last time, you complained about how I broke things up. I fear we're going to have the same problem because I don't think the missions are done in a linear fashion. Okay. (laughs) So the idea is to play the first 12 missions, which in theory should have you complete the mission called The Burning. Is the main campaign mission. And hopefully you can differentiate the main missions from the Strangers. Okay.
1: Very briefly, we should probably say, for people who don't know, what is Red Dead Redemption? Because I would sum it up as Grand Theft Equine. Yeah. It's Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West with horses.
0: That's pretty much it.
1: It's kind of like... Well, it's, like, it's Grand Theft Auto in the GTA 3, 4, 5, Vice City, whatever sense. It it's a storyline-driven, but sandbox world still. Open world game. We also happen to both know how the story ends. But Unfortunately. That's, but it's not going to stop us playing it. No. Anything more to say? No, that's it. Okay, so play up to the 12th story mission, The Burning, for next time.
0: And if everyone's going to write in, I know it may not be exactly the 12th mission, but it's around the 12th mission.
1: So, pretend tin can't count. Yes. Play until the mission called The Burning. Good
0: enough. <sniffs> Moving on. What else happened this weekend? I lied to you. You lied to me so hard.
1: So, Hong Kong Records didn't throw away my phone number. They actually called me up to say, oh, sir, Nintendo Switches are available for pre-order. And I was like, oh, yes. And I went at lunchtime at work. I messaged your wife and she had said that you would be interested in getting one or she thought you'd be interested in getting one or she wanted to get you one for your birthday, essentially. Yep. So when I pre-ordered mine, I also pre-ordered one for you and gave them April's contact details, etc, etc. So ever since then, I've just been lying about whether or not I had the Nintendo Switch because you asked me are you going to pre-order one? And I was like, I kind of have pre-ordered one, but I didn't want to say so in case you were like...
0: Yeah, if if you pre-ordered one, then I might, I would myself pre-order one.
1: Yeah, because you knew I had given them my phone number and you asked me if they'd called me. And I said, no, because I knew you had already had one pre-ordered on your behalf. And I didn't want to tell you that they called me in case you then went and pre-ordered one for yourself and then we'd have two Nintendo Switches for you. So I just played dumb and was like, oh no, I-, I think they probably just threw away my phone number, lol, lol, lol. And actually, yeah, I've just been sitting on two Nintendo Switches for um, a month now or something.
0: The yeah, end of January. So we finally, on Friday night... No, it was even more ridiculous because on Friday I thought I was going to go home or do some shopping but you two had to find some plan to make sure that all three of us convened together after work.
1: Yeah, this was like the worst thing. We were like There was no pre-planning. I had just said to you. It's like, "Oh yeah, and I think we're meeting up on Friday for like dinner or something." And you were like, "Oh, I don't think so. I think we're meeting next week." And I was like, "Oh, really? Oh, crap." And then April was also trying to engineer the situation like, "Oh, let's go suit shopping and let's ask Mike." And I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm meeting you for dinner." And you were like not keen at all. You were just like really
0: like, "Oh, I'm kind of busy. I'm kind of busy at work." And then April's A- like, "Oh, Mike needs some trousers." Or he wants to check it, look at suits." I'm like, "How does why would he who? What? Why?"
1: Yeah, it didn't make much sense. It didn't really make much sense. And then also, even, she was like, oh yeah, try and get Ting out of the office early. And then in the end, it turned out that I was really late. Whoops. And then on the way out, you got dragged into another conversation. So we didn't actually get there until like eight something, and they closed at nine. But luckily, we got there in time, and we picked up our Nintendo Switches. Fun times. What did you get? What did we get? So we both got Nintendo Switch console in grey, Breath of the Wild, and One-Two Switch.
0: What options did they offer at the time? You could
1: get it in grey or you get it with the red and blue Joy-Cons. You had to pre-order it with Zelda and 1-2-Switch. Otherwise, I would totally have not bothered with 1-2-Switch, but it was mandatory if you wanted to pre-order it. There was no choice. There was no choice because unlike the EU, you can just randomly bundle things in Hong Kong. And there's no like consumer protection laws like that. So they're like, oh yeah, if you want to pre-order it, you've got to take this bullshit game as well.
0: You couldn't take another bullshit game.
1: No, that's why I was saying to you It's like, Oh, they gave us the option, I totally want to swap it for Bomberman But no, unfortunately not
0: Okay What comes in the box?
1: In the box comes The Switch, two Joy-Cons The dock The Joy-Con straps The Joy-Con straps, oh they're so What the hell are you supposed to do with those? Seriously, I've just got them like stashed on the shelf somewhere But they're so small and there's nowhere to connect them most of the time
0: But you need them for one, two, Switch
1: yeah, I know. It's like an awkward design problem. They show in all the trailers like people having great fun, like, yay, it's fun, you can just slide out the controls and anyone can play, but what they
0: don't show is you clipping on these stupid little extra straps. They accentuate the L&R buttons. So what do you make of the hardware? It's...
1: I said it before, but it's very small. It's, it's very compact, it's a very dinky machine. It's quite weird as well when you're playing on the TV and think, oh, this looks really good, but then you think it's actually coming out of this really tiny
0: little screen i think the problem is apple have told told me this lie that thinner is better and everything should be really super thin but but it is very thin i mean but not by apple standards
1: (laughs) it's very thin compared to a wii u a wii u whatever they call it the controller tablet
0: thingy oh yeah and imagine if you had those joy cons thinner than they already are they would be incredibly flimsy
1: yeah they're already quite a pain to use yeah, so I unboxed it. The first thing I actually did is I opened the games and I licked Breath of the Wild because I wanted it inside me. No, because I don't, well, I sh- sent you this news story. Everyone's been talking about how disgusting
0: the Nintendo Switch games taste. But you can't smell it. It's interesting. I tried re- I, I I'm not going to lick it, obviously. But I smelled it. And I, <laughs> Wait, what's obvious about that? But, okay, carry on. I, I, I sniffed the cart, but I couldn't... There's no clue to tell you it's going to taste disgraceful. Can't tell me.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just tastes really bad, but it's... It it tastes like a really intensely bitter plastic kind of flavour, and it really lingers. Like, for hours after I licked it, I could taste it in my mouth. Like, I was just, like, drinking things and eating things to try and get it out, but it was kind of just still lingering on. I mean, it's supposed to be so small children don't swallow them, which is quite a good idea, I guess, because they are very small. But... Ugh, yeah, not very tasty. Not very tasty. But I can't. I can't just imagine like someone maybe like trying to swap two games over, and they try to try and put one in their mouth for a moment to try it, <laughs> like oh, i have got to hold on to it, and then like spitting out in disgust, and then losing their game or something.
0: Yeah, actually, that would make sense on public transport. On right? public transport.
1: Yeah, exactly. That that would be actually quite amusing. But yeah, so yeah, they taste foul. The rumours are true. What else? What else about it? The screen. screen is important. The screen is very nice. The screen is very bright. It's like 720p. I don't know. It's certainly high definition enough. Yeah. I mean, it is quite magical when you just like grab the Switch out of the dock and the same game just keeps running portably because it looks good. I mean, playing, well, we'll get to Breath of the Wild later, but it looks good. It certainly doesn't look like a mobile game. Then again, what does a mobile game look like these days? I think that's more a question of budget than horsepower. or well, design really,
0: actually. Budget's always there, just to... <sighs> anyway, let's not go there. Oh, it's a dark, dark route to take. We really wanted our controllers, maybe too much. But we should get make a start. Well, OK,
1: the other thing, I guess, is the Joy-Con sync issues that a lot of people were complaining about, because that's been the other launch date issue other than the deliciousness of the cartridges. So you've been having sync issues?
0: Yeah, so my default position is elbows on my knees. I don't know how you pl- play games, but that's actually quite a tense way to play games. It's quite tiring. But when I left that position and sort of reclined into my sofa and put my hands in my lap, then all sorts of weird things happened. Oh, so you
1: so you actually holding one in
0: each hand without the little no, square no, thing to join them? I use a square thing to join them. Oh okay. I just I just put my hands down. Okay. And I think it loses I don't know what it's losing. I've played it both with the little square thing to join them together and
1: with just one in each hand separately and I've not had any sync issues at all. But then I think this is because you have not updated the firmware on your Joy-Cons because there was a day one patch for the firm, well there was a day one firmware update for the Switch, and if you updated the Switch with your Joy-Cons connected it actually updated the firmware on the Joy-Cons as well, and I think it fixes the sync issue.
0: Do you know whether this is part of the official statement that Nintendo made? I don't know, what did they say? They have said things like keep away from the aquarium, if you have an aquarium nearby, you know, keep electronic devices away from you Trying <laughs> to be it close. underwater
1: Don't let your cat eat it
0: yeah, it's an official statement made by Nintendo. I think it's from the US side.
1: Oh, really? Okay, well, I don't have an aquarium in my flat, so maybe that's why I'm fine and you're not. You don't have an aquarium either. Uh, I don't know. I I heard that there was a firmware update. I certainly have had no problems. I mean, despite having no problems, I've actually also bought a Pro Controller, <laughs> but that's another story. You have other problems with the controller then? Yeah, the... Well, I mean, I can understand in tablet mode, you know, you wouldn't really want it any bigger like the ears of the controller already make it quite a lot bigger than just the tablet itself. But I find that the right stick gets in the way of the B button because the right stick is is like vertically exactly beneath the buttons. And in Breath of the Wild, you actually want to press the B button quite a lot. And I, I find that it's quite awkward to rock your thumb onto it, you know, with the right stick where it is. And also the sticks themselves don't actually have much travel on the Joy-Cons. So I thought it'd be better to get the Pro Controller. Well, I, also I had people come around to visit and I thought, you know, if we want to play a three-player game, then we've got the two Joy-Cons and another controller. In the end, we couldn't actually get the game I wanted, which was Bomberman R. They were sold out. So we just had to play 1-2-Switch. But whatever, I still got the Pro Controller. You've had no problems? Other than the sync issue?
0: No, hands are quite small, so not an issue. But I wonder if have extended play. wonder if they'll feel quite cramped.
1: Yeah, because you play half an hour at a time. So it's fine for now. Yeah, because I've been playing... Because you were saying, oh, you seem quite tired. And I was like, I may have stayed up till 3am every day since I got the Switch. (laughs) But to be clear, it's still the launch
0: weekend of the Switch, so that's not that long. I wonder if you'll keep that going tonight. So in which modes have you tried the Switch? What do we call the set the Switch on the table mode? Yeah, what do they call it? They actually have a particular name for that.
1: Yeah they they do actually have a particular name for that. I I've forgotten, but I have tried it in all three advertised configurations. So I have it docked to the TV in the well in the dock. I've also tried it just propped up with the kickstand, which is incredibly flimsy as everyone has said, with the just the two controllers free, and I've also used it as a tablet like with the two controllers clipped in on the toilet. <laughs> I remember playing it and it being like, oh, I really need to go to the toilet. But I'm having so much fun. And I thought, wait, I have a Nintendo Switch. I don't have to compromise. Click, click. And I just walked off the toilet holding it. I said I'd give it a month. Before you take it into the yes. into your
0: filthy, filthy bathroom. It's too clean for the moment. Did you play in the kickstand mode for an extended period? Or was it just to try it out? It was just to try it out. It's actually how I set it up. I
1: didn't originally plug the dock in everything into the TV. When I very first got the Switch and was unboxing it, I did the whole thing with it in kickstand mode. Do they not tell you to pop it into the TV? They do. And I went, I don't want to skip. Okay. Yeah. But it's also because I knew that I wanted to clip in the controllers to do the firmware update because I'd read that that fixed the sync issue. So because obviously because I knew I was getting one, I read more <laughs> news about it. You obviously were kind of surprised. You could have helped me out, you know, I could have helped you out. You. Yeah. Oh, dear. I was trying to keep it a secret.
0: Oh well, no! After we we got it, I guess I was too brain dead on Friday. As you well you
1: were totally brain dead on Friday. You said you had food poisoning. Yeah, yeah, you had food poisoning, and you'd had a really tough day at work, and then you were and you were like, okay, fine, fine, we'll go suit shopping because April was like, no, we have to go. Okay, and then it was like, surprise, Nintendo Switch, and you were just like, oh, I don't know how to process this. I feel really sick and tired, but also Nintendo Switch.
0: Yeah, so I could I, I was up a lot of Friday night, but I didn't play any Switch because I didn't. I guess it's worse when you're having like projectile shits. You don't want it, you know.
1: <laughs> you could have just sat in the bathroom with
0: it. <laughs> yeah, but it's splattering everywhere. Could have gone. Uh, this, you know what?
1: You, I think you overshare toilet information too much. <laughs> you have like this unhealthy fascination with it.
0: I think you're my only outlet. I don't think as you, everyone thinks I'm too proper.
1: Oh dear, hilarious! I we should have done this in the pre-chat, but I, I was really, really hoping that when I handed over the bag to you that it would be filled with tenor man. I really, really tried to get them to give you some tenor man to go along with a bag, but sadly <laughs> they couldn't find it.
0: Yeah, so I had to take a Saturday off from, like, April duties, but I said, if Kevin had packed that tenor man, I be, I'd be doing whatever we needed to do today. I really would have used them. <laughs> That's so funny and so grim. What else, what else did I try to do that Friday night? So I tried to look for the app, but the app's not ready yet.
1: I was also very disappointed that the eShop does not work in Hong Kong. Because I've gone all digital. I used to like to buy physical stuff. Because it's like, oh, I, I don't trust the digital stuff. I'd rather have a physical artifact. I remember, obviously, quite a few years ago now. But I used to really not like Steam. And then, obviously, now I'm just like, I love Steam. Praise to our new Steam overlords. And I wanted to buy games digitally on the Switch as well. Like I ideally would have just bought everything digitally. But then the eShop just doesn't work in Hong Kong if you, if you try and log in it says oh thanks for your interest in the eShop it's not available in your country goodbye the only problem
0: is that your save game is tied to your profile oh but you could unlink and relink your eShop yeah I could do but I already used my main email address to create but the eShop There, you know that you can just put that move that remove that full stop in your Gmail and it becomes a whole new email account for you
1: well I've also got like a domain name and I just can register anything at the domain name so I I know I could do it I know I could do it I'm just being lazy. But the thing is also now, since then, You're being being difficult is the word,
0: (laughs) not being lazy. You're never lazy, you're just difficult.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I already know the answer. I just don't want to do it. I have since learned that Nintendo still haven't really learned their lesson. Like, I heard your save games are locked to the Switch and you can't move them off, the physical Switch. And I've also heard that although you can re-download games and crap, it's still tied to your
0: physical Switch. Oh, they're not on the card. So just because my save is on the SD card, it doesn't mean I'm mobile?
1: No, I... Well, I don't know. I I think it's something like if you download a game onto your Switch... Oh, you know what? We should look this up properly afterwards or I'll put a link in the show notes. But I have heard that it's still not as sensible as it is on the... Because, you know, I have absolutely no qualms about buying things from the PlayStation Store now. Like, I have not bought a physical game on the PS4 since you convinced me to buy Advanced Warfare... And we played it for five minutes. And I was like, wow, never again. That's not your fault, though. That's just because I didn't really enjoy it. But still, no more physical games on the PS4. All of my PS4 games are digital, basically. And
0: I'd intended to do the same thing with the Switch, but no eShop. And I heard it's all locked to your physical console still. Just one more, like, as an aside, you are right to go all digital because now you, the new PS4 ha- firmware supports external hard drives. Oh, yeah. Totes. <sighs> He's always
1: right. Oh, I don't know. I, I I think it's just there isn't an equivalent to like how you can just redesignate a different PS4 as your primary PS4 and just redownload everything onto that with the Switch. So, I mean, it's early days yet. They may well change all this. But right now, I don't think it is quite safe to go all digital
0: yet. So I look for the app. That app's available summer 2017. All the online stuff. I don't even know when that's coming online. I know it's coming to America's in beta soon. That's it. Is that really it? Do you, is the parental... Is it... Oh, the parental settings app
1: available? I think it must be. That must have been a launch day requirement.
0: The most important thing is neither of us have, have downloaded that app or checked it out.
1: <laughs> because neither of us have parental problems
0: yet. But I'm saying our curiosity hasn't extended that far. No. Ain't nobody got time for that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking a lot of the stuff I'd mentioned before the launch was about the non-game apps. You know, where's Netflix? Where's YouTube? Well, there's no eShop, so obviously I can't get any of those, even if they do exist. I don't think they do exist yet, though.
0: Where's the web browser, right?
1: Where's the web browser? Yeah. Who browses on their console? I'm sure people do. People without a PC? I don't know. Teenagers? Without an iPad? <laughs> it's like, what kind of player browses on their console? Why don't they just use their iPad? That is such a let them eat cake moment. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the uh, the proles to rise up and guillotine you. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, just still, I'm still reading from the. What kind of person browses on their console on their iPad?
0: <laughs> Privileged ting. Sorry, but it's a tablet itself?
1: Yeah, true. We can move on. I was just thinking, it was just one more thing that, was, that occurred to me is I've not actually used any of the touch of it. I haven't touched the screen because I've been trying to keep it fingerprint free. Oh, I have touched the screen. Okay, I have yet to touch the screen. Even though I know it's a touchscreen. I have yet to touch the screen.
0: Are you worried about the dock scratching the screen? I wasn't
1: until now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should be. think about it. Think about it. Be aware. Yeah, people have complained about the lack of felt in the dock. But then people have also said, surely that produces heating issues. 1, Switch! Two. One, two, Let's talk about 1, 2, Switch.
1: Um... It's crap? No, it's not that bad. I've heard it described as a tech demo, and it's totally a tech demo. It's a tech demo that costs like 50 quid.
0: When you first load it up, you only get given... 7? 6 games? Yeah, not many. Oh, that was... A kick to the
1: balls, I thought. Yeah, I was also looking at it. I was looking through the selection of games and thinking. I thought there were more games in this. And I was looking on the inside of the case and I was like, "Yeah, there's other games. How come I can't pick them?" I was like, "Is this some nonsense handholding thing?" Which it was. It's it's a weird selection of games as well because I don't think the ones they make you play initially are necessarily the best ones.
0: No, because I could have given up by. What was the body dance dance? What's the dancing one? Please oh yeah, me. like
1: copy dance I
0: haven't played that. You have to though.
1: No, you don't have to, fortunately. You don't have to play that, unfortunately. I took one look at that and I was like, yeah, next.
0: How how did you get through the do you have to play all seven to unlock the game?
1: Uh maybe if you play all seven, it immediately unlocks them, but we just played some of the other ones several times and it unlocked them.
0: Or maybe you have to just play it X times.
1: Yeah. I mean what did we play? So I mean of the original set, I think the one that was the most fun was the quick draw one. The quick draw one is actually fun. If you're good. Well, actually, do you know what's really sad? I was playing with two younger people. I say younger people. They're not that much younger, even though they yeah, they're potentially... Slightly. Yeah, they're, like, barely younger, but they're both still, like, students or something. Anyway, they completely rinsed me on quick Quickdraw. They were like, oh, old man, where have your reflexes gone? And I was just like, I don't understand what's happening. I'm being beaten at computer games by
0: children. Or not children.
1: So they're still, like, 30.
0: <laughs> but still. But... I was being, being by a pregnant lady. That's even worse. OMG. What, what, what kind of
1: time was the draw happening in? Because I was being beaten. Yeah, they were beating me with times of like 400 milliseconds-ish.
0: So what was your time?
1: Uh, the, My worst time was something like 700 milliseconds. That was outrageously bad. I think I eventually got better. I was doing like 470, but they were still beating me.
0: I had two guys. My best was like 560.
1: I did not win a single round of that. We we played like five or six rounds and I lost every single round. I was like, what's happening to me? I don't understand. They're like, oh, it's okay, man. You're just tired. It was like, you're just saying that. You're just saying that to try and spare my feelings. Like what's happened to me?
0: The first few goes, I couldn't even, I can't do two things. I could, I could draw quickly, but I'd manage to shoot outside of the, re- the cone. I think it's more funny to talk about your inabilities in this realm more than anything else. Just thinking what else we played. I mean, we,
1: some of the other games are actually really quite fun. Like, I mean, there's the whole HD rumble thing, which I'm still not quite sure. I liked it. You liked it? The, some of them were really good. Like, I enjoyed the safe cracking one, because you can quite distinctly feel like catching on something. So, the safe cracking game, you have to like basically pretend it's a dial and rotate it in front of you. And at a certain point in the dial, it will kind of click. And that's the point you have to hold it. So, that one was quite clever.
0: You have to think about, no, more importantly, it's, you have to look each other in the eye with some of these games. What was your first reaction or instinct when you were told this? <laughs> actually? I think the reaction from both me and the other person playing was
1: like, well, fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, this is awkward. Yeah. Cause it said like, look your opponent in the eye. And I was like, how about no? So it's a real big thing. It's a real big thing. Cause they don't want you to look at the crappy graphics. Seriously, was this game made by an intern? No, I'm joking. I'm joking, obviously. The graphics... They've actually got reasonably high production values on the little videos that play beforehand. The actual acting is quite funny. Like, the you know, the people genuinely look like they're having a really great time, and I really like the strong... Like The, the games have a really strong, like, colour. Like, you know, they'll be in a purple room or they'll be in an orange room or something, and the people are dressed up appropriately. So, it does look good.
0: I cannot play sneaky dice because I cannot bluff. We were talking about this when you talked about, oh, your board games you played. Oh, we
1: should have totally talked about the board games. That would have been an amazing free chat.
0: I cannot bluff. I just, I've, I've lived 30 plus years and I've not found a good reason to lie. There's never been a good reason to lie. So I've never developed that ability at all.
1: Lying is actually quite mentally taxing compared to telling the truth.
0: How did you find Sneaky Dice?
1: Oh Well, I, I had just been a few days earlier with the same people I was playing 1-2-Switch with to a board games night where we mostly played bluffing games. So games where you had to say one thing but actually you meant something else like like Werewolves or The Resistance, for example, are two of the games we played. So, well, I'll go into that another day. One day it can be another pre-chat. But yeah, so we'd already spent hours lying to each other at this board game night and I think it had become quite evident that certainly none of us are very good at lying like we were all really bad at lying we all got completely taken to the cleaners by some of the other people at the board game night so when it came to playing sneaky dice we were just like it's like i think you should re-roll lol lol lol." wink 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 and we're like okay i'm not re-rolling then like it it just became quite farcical but yeah i think it was more people's reactions like if you roll the dice And then you looked at each other and then one of us started just bursting out laughing. That either meant you had a really amazing score or you had a really terrible score. And you had to just like guess. Yeah, we didn't do much talking. I mean, I think the thing is with Sneaky Dice, it's quite hard to actually talk because the game is quite basic. If there was more to it, like you had to bet or something... Then there'd be more depth, and there'd be more for you to talk about. As it is, it's just like higher or lower, and it's quite hard to say. Oh, I think you've got a really bad score; you should re-roll. You're only going to say that if they've got a really good score, unless you kind of try and like double bluff and say that when they've got a really bad score. But then you just turn not I don't know. We didn't get too meta about it. Yeah, it was fun at first. I thought we first started playing that one. I was like, oh, this sounds crap. And they were like, but then you can feel the dice. And you have to convince your opponent. I was like, oh, this game's really clever. So we actually played that one quite a lot as well. That was fun. What else was fun? I don't know. What, you enjoyed the counting the number of balls in the box one?
0: Yeah. I thought that was quite clever. That was quite clever, yeah. And that convinced me that HD Rumble works. It was that precise.
1: So just to clarify for people who don't have a Switch, you hold the Joy-Con in your hand and you kind of like rock it back and forth. So it
0: represents a box.
1: It represents a box with a number of marbles in it. Yep, And you can feel the marbles rolling around. And you have to try and guess how many are in the box.
0: Yep, from one to nine. Mm. Too gimmicky, I guess, is what you think. Well, it's there just to showcase the HD Rumble. That does work. It, it does work. Yeah, it is a good example. Why do you like telephone?
1: Oh, why telephone? Telephone, is, telephone is just the same as quick draw, really.
0: Well, you better telephone.
1: Uh, hardly. Hardly. I did win a few rounds of telephone, but no, it's essentially the same game as Quick Draw. It's just slightly different because instead of you flipping it up, you've just got to pick up the phone. But its it was actually quite a funny game because obviously you, you've got to listen out for the right ringtone because there'll be other ringtones that you're not supposed to pick up. And then you pick it up and you, you're meant to say hello and we're just like answering the phone in hilarious ways like, moshy moshy or like, yo bitch, what's up? It's your boy.
0: Uh, Yeah. There was another one you mentioned. Fake?
1: oh quick draw fake out or something it's essentially quick draw but it doesn't always say instead of it going fire sometimes it'll just go like fury or fly or some other f word and you have to listen out for them to say fire so it's just a very slightly more complicated version of quick draw
0: i think the last game i want to mention is milk which i found hilarious (laughs) i don't know why because i'm juvenile yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of giggling about
1: some of the hand motions that you're meant to make while playing One Two Switch. But yeah, this one you're supposed to be squeezing in udder.
0: And there's more technique than I expected.
1: Yes. There are a lot of games. I mean it is very tech we I'm just thinking of some of the other ones we played as well. Like there's a spinning plates one, there's like the Harry Potter duel one.
0: There's one where you have to rotate the Joy-Con. Oh, you've got to pick up the Joy-Con and turn it round. That one was actually quite fun as well. But I think that's it. I don't think we need to talk about... If, we, if we've not mentioned them by now, it means they weren't very good. Because we should move on, really. Yeah, we should move on to the main event. <laughs>
1: So, of course, the game everyone actually is buying an Nintendo Switch to play, which is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. First off, no spoilers. No spoilers, because neither of us wants to be spoiled, and we don't want to spoil anyone else either.
0: So what should we say? Nowhere beyond the plateau or first five shrines? I don't know. I think we can probably talk about things in
1: very general terms. Fine. Rather than... The thing is... For the plateau itself, I guess I was spoiled because everything in the plateau was actually covered at E3. So if you watched like the four hours of E3 treehouse coverage, you would have basically seen everything that happens in the great plateau, which is like the tutorial area of the game. But I don't think we need to go even into, I don't think we even need to go into that. I think it's just a, uh, we're just, we should just talk about it in very general terms. I think, I think we will eventually do a spoiler-filled chat about Zelda, but not now, and probably not for quite some time, because you're going to take your time playing it. We've also got Red Dead Redemption to play as well. So,
0: Okay, but it all started off even before we picked up the Switches. It started on Thursday night, and we started picking up the reviews, and it was it got 98 on Metacritic. I messaged you.
1: Yeah, I looked up, I saw the that reviews were starting to come out and I thought, oh, I know what Ting's going to do and I looked at Metacritic and I saw it had 98 and I was like, 98 on Metacritic? I must tweet this at Ting. And I went onto Twitter and I saw that you'd already tweeted it at me. 98 on Metacritic? Unbelievable. So, yes. And then the hype train started and I think you were surprised that it got 98 on Metacritic? I was not surprised. I was like, oh, only 98. I thought it would get
0: 100. No, because you said no thing gets universal acclaim anymore. But this was close. Well, this is it, right?
1: I was expecting it to do extremely, extremely well. Like, from those E3 demos.
0: Horse, not crashing into trees.
1: uh, Oh, that was a while back. You're right. The very first time they showed it, and it was literally just Aonuma and Miyamoto sat in a room holding a Wii U tablet controller, showing... Look, Link's on a horse, and the horse dodges trees automatically. These are the things we're doing in this open world game. And I was like, sell all the Nintendo stock, they're done. But then when they showed it last year, and I was like, they get it! They actually get what's important. Buy Zelda! And that you know, that was the moment when I decided I was gonna buy a Switch. So I was expecting it to do extremely, extremely well, and it did.
0: Should we start with how's it different to previous Zeldas?
1: So you have played the previous Elders, all of them. So you you know this as well as I do. It is... I was going to say it's not holding your hand, but it kind of is holding your hand to begin with. There is a tutorial area. It does lead you a bit. But even in the tutorial area... You can still die. You, you can still die, and I did die several times. Well, it doesn't say, this is what you have to do, and this is how you should do it. It says, this is what you have to do. It's up to you. Just deal with it, man. And you do. And it was very interesting for me to play... I played it myself and enjoyed it thoroughly. And then I had a friend come round yesterday, and they just played it, and I just watched them play it. And it was very interesting to see how they approached it. And the things that they found that I didn't find, the things that they did that I didn't do, or even things that obviously I had done that they just didn't find or notice. It was very interesting to see. And this is just in that first tutorial area. And the game... The game expands
0: enormously once you get out of that. Even we're not sure of how much it expands right now.
1: No, but I have been surprised several times already. I have been surprised several times already. I mean, what did I say before when we first saw the trailers? I was saying, oh, I kind of hope it's like Zelda Cross of Dark Souls. And you said, oh, I think it looks more like Zelda Crossed of Skyrim. Yeah. And then I think we're both kind of right. I think it's obviously more like Skyrim than Dark Souls, but you can parry. I was really excited when I learned you could parry. Yeah, what can I say? I've
0: I've not parried once.
1: (laughs) No, I think I've only managed to successfully parry once as well. (laughs) Mostly because the parry button is really inconvenient. Like Again, we can talk about this as a whole thing, but I do find the controls quite awkward. They're very different to... Basically, since Ocarina of Time... The Zelda games have all controlled pretty much the same way. There's been a button for your sword. There's been a context sensitive button. And there have been some item buttons.
0: Mostly item buttons, actually. If you Most think item
1: buttons, yeah. And the context sensitive button, when it's not doing anything context sensitive, you roll. So Zelda is mostly like running around and going, huh, 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 as you roll everywhere. And then like when you get to an edge, you automatically jump, go, huh, and you just jump off. And in this game, you don't auto-jump, there is a button for jump. And you don't roll, there is a button to run instead. And this really broke my brain for the first, probably, couple of hours at least. I was like, how do I roll? I kept expecting to roll. Or I kept just running off edges expecting to jump. Yep, same here. It's not that the controls are bad, they're just different. And after a decade, or more than a decade, of Zelda controlling the same way... They've gone in a different direction, and I think it's really good, but it's obviously going to take some time. I'm not sure about the placement of the jump button versus the run button.
0: You can rotate, you don't know which way around you want them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't tried flipping them. I'm quite tempted to try it. I'm quite tempted to try it. I don't know. There's nothing, there's nothing intrinsically bad about the controls though. I think it's just a matter of getting used to it.
0: So you mentioned comparisons with Horizon Zero Dawn
1: yes i mean i haven't played horizon zero dawn but when i not maybe the initial reveal of horizon zero dawn where it just looked like it was some sort of third person open world fighty game but the recent you know let's plays of horizon zero dawn that i have seen make made it look a lot like breath of the wild and i think if i hadn't bought a switch i would probably be playing horizon zero dawn right now but i've only got time for one of them in my life and i've picked zelda so I'm quite curious how Horizon Zero Dawn is doing, has done, will do. I should probably have looked up what it got on Metacritic, but I don't know.
0: I want to say 88.
1: 88 88 on Metacritic. Not bad. Not as mind-blowing as Zelda. But how many units can Zelda sell? A bajillion. It's on the Wii U as well. But then there's probably only like 50 Wii U's in the wild. No, I don't know. (laughs) I wonder if there are already more Switches in the world than we
0: use. No, that's not possible. No? No, because there's like 15 million. 10 to 15 million. We use, Yeah. Really? It's still a flop. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a failure, don't worry. It doesn't change anything. (laughs) Do you want to talk about surprises? Well, I
1: don't... (laughs) Surprises, surprises, surprises. I mean, I don't want to talk about any specific surprises because that's the whole point. I want other people to be surprised too.
0: From a high level, then, what's been so good? I mean, we we keep saying, oh, it's it's going to be amazing. It has been amazing. It is amazing. But I think it would be unfair just to say, keep using the, these... Wo- oh, my, my brain is dead. Do I mean superlatives? Without at least trying to place a general like point in, in some direction.
1: I, well, I'm just thinking, it got 98. Did it get 98 because it's genuinely that good? Or did it get 98 because... It's a Zelda game and it's the Zelda game everyone wanted. It's like a return to form, it's something fresh and new, it's something different and it's it's like taken all the changes that have happened in the genre in the past 30 years and applied them rather than just aping past glories or holding your hand to make sure you get to see everything. So it's a much more grown-up game in the sense that it doesn't hold your hand. It's a sandbox open world Emergent kind of experience. You can tell that they've definitely set up encounters in such a way to try and make it more likely that certain things will happen. But equally, it's not scripted. It's not like when you go here, this thing will fall off and this thing will happen. It's like they've put some precarious rocks in and they've put some explosive barrels in, or they've put a strong wind in and some fires and you know, You could chop down this tree and the branch will go and fall into the fire and get blown onto this dry grass and set something else up. Or maybe you'll push this rock and it'll fall into the explosive barrel or, you know, all these things could happen, but none of them are scripted. It's up to you to see the situation and take advantage of it. Or maybe an enemy will blunder into it and cause it to happen. I think that is the strength of it. There have also been many more mechanics to the game that I wasn't expecting. Like, the cooking has turned out to be a much bigger part of the game than i expected i i actually kind of find it a bit annoying like i knew cooking was in it but it seems to be almost mandatory i'm not sure how i feel about that
0: can you cook multiples of dishes maybe i don't know no
1: i, I don't think you can i don't think you can i think you do just have to cook each thing by hand and so you end up having to hunt things to get meat to cook
0: things and blah blah blah, blah. so so you do it the other way around you know you need health then you get the the materials or the you know the ingredients
1: well i'm just collecting stuff all the time and then i should just make some stuff but i think i don't cook enough i don't make enough stuff i think i should be actually making a stack or a stockpile of like stamina replenishing stuff heat resistant stuff speed increasing stuff healing and like heal like health buffing stuff but i haven't really been doing any of that and i and I, I find that i'm playing it like i do play a game like skyrim where i just kind of like la la la, happy or lucky like i go and pick all the ingredients but i just don't bother really using them unless i have to it's the same with the, like, the alchemy in skyrim for example or any of the elder scrolls games so
0: i've been cooking stuff up front
1: i think you're doing it the way you're expected to do it that makes it more painful for me obviously Or you've got to set some time aside to to do some prep for your adventure it's good i don't know i, I don't think it's i don't think it's a bad thing I think it's just one of those things you can take advantage of. And you don't have to do it. Like, I'm certainly doing fine without cooking all this buff stuff. But I do keep thinking, oh, you know what would be really handy here? Or if I need to climb a really big cliff or I need to, like, swim out into the bay and, like, I'm running out of stamina and I can't make it. It's like, oh, if I'd had the foresight to prepare a stamina-restoring meal or several of them, I could get to this place. But instead, I'm going to have to come back later.
0: But you never know. Like, later on in the game, some item or, yeah, well, probably some item will come up that makes our lives easier well
1: that's the thing because i haven't read any of the reviews other than just to see the score and i've only been spoiled for the stuff in that first tutorial area because that was all that e3 so i genuinely don't know what's going to happen i genuinely don't know what other items or abilities you're going to get later in the game i don't even know what's possible to get like what axes they're going to develop things in like there already been more clothes things than I was expecting. There would have been more things you can do with the clothes than I was expecting. And that's just one small that's just one small bit of it. They just gave me more outfits than I was expecting. I was like, oh okay. Yeah, I mean it is radically different. Like your items break all the time, like your sword, your shield, your bow. I'm having to constantly swap them out with stuff I find from enemies I've defeated. I don't even know what half the things I'm picking up of defeated enemies are for yet. Again, it's all like the cooking, alchemy, elixir stuff.
0: I still don't know how some traditional Zelda weapons will fit in still or whether we'll see them or not. So the sense of scale isn't something you're surprised by. I was expecting it from
1: the E3 demo and I think it is on par with say Skyrim or Horizon Zero Dawn. That I mean that's the other thing that made me think of it because if you look at the map in Horizon Zero Dawn and you look at the map in Zelda they are almost exactly the same in tone. Like they both have different areas that you unlock and it reveals a map for that area and the waypoints on the map they both have the similar kind of icons on the map like oh this is a shop or this is like an area where animals are and i think they're probably of a similar kind of scale as well so many parallels i think maybe it's just like this
0: is the current zeitgeist this is what people think of as being a good game one thing i've liked is how you can miss parts of the map and it's okay so the routes you take across the world can be will be unique to
1: you. Yeah, we had a chat before recording where we were just talking about how we would got through that first area and we actually did it quite differently, it turns out. Because I'm reliant
0: on boosts, on buffs.
1: Yeah, so you went the buff route and I instead found some way to get a piece of armour that meant I didn't need the buffs. So, interesting. Even within the first couple of hours of the game, we did something totally different and found a different way of doing it, of getting to the same goal. So, that's what I mean by they're not hand-holding you. You need to do this. How you do it is up to you. And we both found a different way. Yep. Oh, I have one more thing. They give you unlimited bombs. Yes. Fun times. I, I've been doing the same thing. It's like, get bombed. Get bombed, mate. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's so efficient. Like, I, I'm using the bombs all the time. It's my default ability. Like, either I'm hiding behind a rock and I'm just throwing loads of bombs and whittling them down or I'll aggro a load of enemies and they'll be running after me and I'll quickly pop out a bomb and drop it behind me and then just blow them all up. Do you think it's overpowered? It is at the beginning of the game but it rapidly becomes not really worth doing. So I think I've played it longer than you now. Yeah. And to begin with, one or two bombs is enough to kill an enemy and it's just like, you know, yes! You know, like just rolling a bomb into their camp and blowing them up. At the point I've got to now, it will take like 10 or 20 bombs to kill an enemy. So it's not really viable to rely on the bombs. You actually do have to get in there and start fighting properly.
0: Or find that bomb upgrade. Does one exist? I don't know. I don't know. know.
1: Exactly. But that would be great if there's like a bomb power upgrade. Yeah, that would be amazing. I don't know. I genuinely don't know
0: what exists in the game. So, what games are you looking forward to for 2017? All of them? No. <laughs> so, I put I put down the, th- the three main ones. So, it's Mario Kart, Splatoon, and Mario Odyssey. To be clear, this
1: is on the Switch. Yes. I'm looking forward to those two. I will probably get all three. Is what I'm thinking right now.
0: So, the reason you didn't buy them last time is you didn't bother with the console. But now you're in. Now you're in the ecosystem.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really like. I really enjoyed Mario Kart. I really enjoyed smash brothers i really enjoyed the mario games you know in general like i really wanted to get a wii u to be able to play the new 2d mario to get play the new 3d mario but i just didn't have a wii u and it never seemed like a good time to buy one so now i've bought a switch i may as well just buy all the nintendo games i've never played splatoon but i think i would enjoy it don't know what to say i'm also hoping they release mario maker <laughs> I really, I would really like to play Mario Maker and not the hobbled 3DS version. I'd like to play the proper, full-fat Mario Maker.
0: It's interesting. Up to now, even now the console's release, there's not been any real mention of the touch screen. What well, What surprised me
1: is that they, on the eShop at least, which we can't really look at, but they are releasing touch screen only games on the eShop. That genuinely surprised me. I actually saw someone tweet it's like. You done fucked up, Nintendo? Like, why are you doing this? It's so bizarre that you release a touchscreen-only game, but I guess why not? It would be an artificial restriction to say you couldn't release a touchscreen-only game, but it does kind of surprise me that they have done
0: that. I guess that's why Mario is taking a long time.
1: Well, the thing is with Mario Maker, I mean, this is the way I feel about it personally, you get, there's like two kinds of people playing Mario Maker. I mean, you get people who want to play it To make levels, and you get people who want to play it to play other people's levels, and they have no interest in making levels for themselves. And realistically, I think I'm more likely to fall into the latter category because I just, I think I'm just too lazy to make a good level. You know, like I could make, I could, I would probably make some terrible troll levels, but they're not funny after you've seen the first five. And I think everyone's, you know, everyone's trolled out at this point. You have to be really inventive to make a good troll level. Now, although I have seen some really amusing ones. I, I, I'm still watching Carl Sagan 42, a Mario Maker streamer. Uh, some of his let's play stuff. Well, some of his stream archive on YouTube is really hilarious. He especially played just a selection of troll levels and some of them were so inventively trolley. But yeah, I think I'm more like, I, I mostly want to buy it to play other people's levels or just play it in tablet mode. It's fine.
0: Yeah, but it means they've, they have fucked up then.
1: I think we said before, can you connect two switches together? That would be amazing. I, I actually really think they should do this. I think they should allow you to connect two switches together for something like Mario Maker. So you can edit it on one switch and play it on another switch. And I think they should also start selling the switch dock separately because if I had a dock in my room and I had a dock connected to the TV, I would totally just like undock it from the TV and play it in bed and then just dock it next to the next to my bed. I'm too late. They do. Do they sell the dock separately? Oh, well, maybe I'm going to buy another doctor so I can dock it next to my bed. You can definitely see for a family, for example. Let's say you've got a family and you've got kids or whatever. You know, in the past, maybe you would have got your kids a 3DS each or something. I mean, like, this is kind of weird for me. Well, this is kind of weird for me because obviously, like, when I was younger, I don't think my family had that much money. And we'd have had, like, a 3DS... And had to share, like we had like one Game Boy and me and my siblings had to share, but I've definitely seen now, maybe I'm just hanging around with richer people, but like their children all have a 3DS each or something. Why not just have a Switch each? And then multiple docks, you can have one in the playroom, you can have one in the living room, whatever. Nintendo would be foolish not to do that. And they have done it.
0: Great. The only thing I can think about is it. like kids playing Switch in the toilet. That's like, that's got to be a rule. It's like. If you go near the toilet, you can't take the switch; or it disables itself. <laughs>
1: you know what? I think you're you're such a Hong Konger. You've got so, like so many hygiene issues and stuff. I just don't care. I'm just really blasé. But this is like I'm never sick. I'm just never sick. I've just been exposed to more bacteria. I think I'm not like
0: licking the toilet bowl now <laughs> to build it up I've got years of catching up. <laughs> years to of
1: catching up to. Do. Yeah, I'm just like never sick. Apart from the death cough. But you know maybe you had Ebola Maybe everyone else on that bus died and I'm the only survivor You know we don't have any We have no
0: proof I thought I had a quite resilient digestive system But it's refilled failed me this time Yeah It's your late night pad thai So If the eShop were up And running
1: is there anything you'd get? So the reason I actually wanted To go on the eShop is I wanted To buy Binding of Isaac and I wanted to buy the eShop version because changing the cartridges is a pain and not just because they taste foul. But the the slot is quite fiddly. The carts are really small. Where are you going to put them?
0: Were you worried you broke the... F- I didn't even, I didn't know it was a flap, if I'm honest. Oh, you thought you'd actually broken
1: it? Yeah. I, I thought I actually... It's funny. I thought I'd actually broken the kickstand because the first time I docked it, I, I forgot to put the kickstand back in. And it was like, oh, crap, I'm bending the kickstand backwards. They actually give a hint you know the tips like new console owner tips and they actually said if you actually do that the kickstand will just pop off and you can just clip it back in because they knew that people were going to do that so it popped off it didn't pop off i didn't i didn't put it in forcefully enough to pop it off i was like oh crap and i managed to lift it out and clip it back in again but yeah the the kickstand and also the cartridge flap are just really fiddly and annoying annoying i'd much rather just not deal with them and i like the idea of being able to take it with me and play zelda or take it with me and play binding advisor
0: So by this time tomorrow, will you tell me you registered for the UK eShop with another email address?
1: I don't think Binding of Isaac is actually out yet. I actually went and had a look and it's not out yet. I do also own it on PC already. So it seems kind of nuts to buy again, really, since if I do want to play it portably, I actually have it on my laptop. So but the Switch is way more convenient than my laptop. That's the the thing. So, yeah, I was I was really tempted to buy. It's a really fun game.
0: Nothing else for you? Nope, that's it. I want to buy all... Uh, do I want to buy all three of those? I li- I'm really looking forward to Mario. Mario Kart? I think I'm going to be a bit rubbish at Mario Kart by now. It's fine. You don't have to be good at everything. You don't want to be bad at something.
1: Uh, I guess not, but it's fine. We, look, we can play. I can bring it around and we can have like fun times, fun multiplayer times. Can we play as a team? Can we play as a team? <laughs> can we play as a team? I'm sure we can play as a team. Right, let's play it then.
0: Splatoon is okay for that reason.
1: Because you can play as a team. Do you expect me to carry you? I'm so bad at this whole game. You know, you you guys were totally carrying me. We played Battlefield the other day. And I think on on that first match, I was, like, way higher than you on the table. But that's because I was just sat in a tank with someone who was actually good and collecting all those reflected glory points, like, passenger assist. Like, this guy was single-handedly annihilating the enemy team in a tank. And I was just sat in the passenger seat going, thanks for the points, mate. And then every subsequent map... You guys were all way higher than me in the table, and I was just like, I had what was not my best KD ratio it was something like two for 20 or something. Like, I died 20 times.
0: But that's not your purpose, though. <laughs>
1: my purpose is to troll the enemy team. That's <laughs> yes. right. My purpose is to troll the enemy team by, like,
0: dropping mines and, like, annoying them. We were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. Please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Please. And you can find us on Twitter at Lost Levels Club and you can find us on email
1: ting at lostlevels.club oh you can find us on YouTube you can find us on YouTube but we don't have a catchy URL because we have no subscribers seriously subscribe to us on YouTube please and leave us reviews on iTunes please and you can actually comment on us on YouTube you were surprised I left that on you thought I might like turn it off because I'd be like oh they're being mean to me
0: on the internet Ting's such a whiny bitch
1: thankfully no one's commented yet so we haven't had to experience this please don't be mean to us on the internet we're actually delicate flowers
0: that is it i can ask you what you're grateful for
1: getting an Nintendo switch (laughs) are we allowed that that's such a cop-out yeah of course you are yeah okay let's go with that then let's go with that
0: so michael says goodbye
1: bye-bye